Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are back with another episode of the Tide Talk Podcast. I got my buddy Jake Thomas with me. I'm Stacy Blackwood. Jake, how you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. Just uh, excited about game day today. Uh, it's a rare um, day, you know, that we we do a podcast on a Saturday, so we can actually say it's game day. Yeah, it is game day. Uh, you know, it's just you know life happened this last week, so we never could find the right time to record. So we got up early on Saturday morning. And uh recorded the podcast so the tie talk fans could have something before the arkansas game yes but with that let's go ahead and kind of recap what's happened in the past week uh obviously the, the biggest news was was the injury to Tua tonga valoa the starting quarterback for alabama and uh you know it's just a it's no pun intended it's a tough break for alabama you know he's the, the offense has been unstoppable uh, he has been unstoppable, uh, and you know now he's got to take a couple weeks off to to heal up after his little procedure, and it's just a tough spot for the team. And but you know it's you got you got to you got to take it, and you got to you know we've dealt with injuries all year, so this is obviously a different whole different breed of injury when it, we're talking about you know the potential first pick in the NFL draft. So, uh, but I, I I think that Mac will be okay. It, it, I mean, I, I hate to say it's just Arkansas, but Arkansas hasn't won an SEC game in two years, and we'll talk a little bit more about them coming up. But uh, it's just a I, I just hate it for Tua. I mean, there's a chance that depending on what happens in the LSU game, that he loses the Heisman Trophy two years in a row because of an injury, and I just yeah. hate that for him personally. Yeah, you're right, man. It, uh... It sucked. You know, I was there at the game uh, last Saturday. And, um, you know, really, too, uh, uh, looking at his stats, you know, he had that one – the only bad play he had was that interception. And and before I go any further, man, well, what about the speed of, of Jalen Waddle and Henry Ruggs chasing that guy down? Dude. I mean, they were about 10 to 15 yards away from the play when that happened. Well, <laughs> Henry Ruggs was, yeah. was literally standing still – when the guy started running. Yeah. I mean, I think the guy had like a 10-yard head start. No joke. Yeah, he did. And, and, and Ruggs was shot out of a rocket. 
Yeah. I mean, it was awesome to see, you know, but that's the only blemish to, to it had. He won an 11 or 12, 155 yards with, a, with INT. Um, you know, I'm I'm not worried about, like you said, I'm not worried about Arkansas. And, and I mean, I think we both have said we felt confident something did happen to us that we felt confident enough in Mac uh, to, to almost be like A.J. McCarron top quarterback and be a right. game manager. Uh, that's what I'm expecting for, you know, Arkansas. I'm expecting him to be more of a game manager. Um, and I expect us to run the ball a bit more, but, but going back to Tua, it sucks for the kid. You know, I hate it that, like you said, he may lose a Heisman again for the second year in a row over, you know, just a, a little, little Nick, you know, that he's going to be out a couple of weeks, but you know, I, he, I, I'm worried about his health. So that, that's the main thing. And my concern right now, I want him to get healthy, and and I hope we do have him for that for the LSU game. Um, but I want him first and foremost to be, you know, to get as healthy as he can because I mean he's got millions of dollars right on, on his career, you right. know. So, yeah. so I, I mean, I being being a being a big Bama fan, I want him on the field, but I'm also stepping back and thinking, you know, this kid's got a got a bright future in the NFL. I want him to be as healthy as he can be. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, that's really all we can say about Tua. Um, it's a – I mean, I guess we're kind of fortunate it happened when it did, if it was going to yeah. happen. Because we, we, we got Arkansas and then a bye week. So, you know, it's a, a little bit easier opponent. And then, then you get a whole week off. So, it, it kind of worked out in our favor in, in that perspective. But – like you said, as far as Tua personally, I hate it for him sim- simply because I want him to be healthy. Because, like Jake said, he's got a lot riding uh, as far as his future in the NFL, and uh, it-, it might cost him another Heisman. So I hate yeah. that for him, but we hope Tua gets better soon. And, and from all reports, he- he's doing well. He's recovering well. It wasn't near as bad as what happened to him last year. So mm-hmm. uh, I-, I fully expect him to be back and in- pretty much 100% by the time LSU – Comes to T Town. Yeah, I agree with that 100. But uh, let's kind of kind of keep things rolling. Uh, in, anything you want to talk about specifically from the Tennessee game? Um, I just want to uh, mention a little bit more that you know Najee had a really good out uh, uh, game. You know, 21 yards, 105 or 20 carries, 105 yards, and two touchdowns. And really, Mac Mac Jones, when he stepped in, everybody's like, "Well, he looked kind of shaky." He went six of eleven, seventy-two yards, and a couple of those passes hit guys right in the chest that just dropped. Right. So, you know, um, like I said, I, I'm confident in him against you know against Arkansas this week. Uh, Slay Bolden, I, I expect to see him do some more stuff out of the, out of the Wildcat. Man, he's uh, he, he's a good little player as well. Yeah, he's athletic. He can he can play running back. He can play receiver, and obviously he can he can throw the ball well enough that the coaches trust him around the goal line. So mm-hmm. uh, that that was nice to see. And kind of leading into our next our next thing, what about the punter we got now, Jake? <laughs> man, Ty, Ty, man, that was oh man, he he's amazing. I mean. You know, when we like I said, we was there, and and you know the first I think Rocker re-injured himself on on his. Mm-hmm. And I think Long had one punt. Well, then he didn't do anything. Well, then they put you know, uh, Ty uh, Ty, yeah, Ty Piran out there, and I was like, 
okay, we got a new, we got a new punter in. Hang on, who is this? And and I'm serious. I mean, I, everybody said they heard on ESPN, but when we was there, I mean, as soon as he kicked that ball and it was going, it went like 45, 50 yards. I mean, we went ballistic. Oh yeah, you could hear, you could hear it on the TV. Oh yeah, I mean, we we loved it. And then when he went down there the second punt and he made the tackle, I mean, I mean, he absolutely stood the guy up. He did. I mean, he stonewalled him. Yeah, he did. And I'm like, man, we got ourselves a, a daggum, you know, punter who can also tackle. You know, that, that yeah, was that, awesome. That, that was awesome to see. Of course, uh, he he ran away with the votes on our Tide Talk Player of the Week poll. Ty yes. P. Ryan did so. Shout out to him for for getting that getting that, and uh, we appreciate everybody that voted. It, it is nice to to have a uh, a punter now that that can get the ball and, and have some hang time. I mean, we got some talented guys on our special team unit, so it, it's nice to have somebody that can hang that ball up there with some distance and allow our our guys to get down there and make plays. And uh, you know, they're really not used to covering punts this year. Right. Exactly. And, and talking about special teams, uh, Ali Cahoe has been oh, yeah. a stud this season in special teams. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that we've ever had a better special teams player. To be honest with you, Man, Since, I, I, I can't, I can't think of one that stood out the way mm-hmm. he stood out this year. I mean, he makes every play. He does. So, uh, you know, shout out to Ali Cahoe. Also, he's he comes in at fullback a lot in the goal line situation. He's a lead blocker, and he does a really good job on that as well. So uh, he's obviously a guy that plays hard and works hard and, and wants to be good at everything he does. So I'm hoping that can one day, you know, also get him into the linebacking rotation a little bit more often. And Yeah. Because uh, he's obviously a talented guy. But as far as, you know, kind of talking about last week, I, I think the defense played really well. Uh that they were kind of put in a bad situation when two went out. I mean, you know, the, the offense is going to have to try to find a new identity when, when your best player leaves the field. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought the defense done a really good job. I mean, they uh, they they only allowed uh, 231 total yards to Tennessee, 117 passing and 114 rushing. Uh, and it, it was just a really good performance by the defense. The penalties, though, for both teams was just – I mean, it was atrocious. The SEC officials are absolutely terrible. They are. They're garbage. And they're garbage for both teams. I see all these people, and I don't know why. I see all these people uh, talking about how Alabama privileged and all this kind of crap. They're the they're literally like second from the worst in penalties in the whole country. I know exactly. So yet we're shut up with that crap. I mean, good grief. Get over right. yourself. Alabama's better than you. That's why they beat you. Yeah, exactly. It's not and, because of penalties. And I also want to say one more thing about ESPN. Guys, I understand you've got you've got commercials to run and, and you've got to make that money. But when there's only 29 seconds left to go in the game, do not go to a three-minute commercial break. Just let them take a knee, then then do your player interviews or whatever, and then go to commercial. I mean, that was, I'm sure all that's handled, you know, I'm sure that's all contracted out and they have to do what they have to do. But yeah, that was stupid too. I, I remember, I, I remember what you, I'd forgotten about it, but when you just said it, I remember it now. Yeah. Like, Why'd they go into commercial? All they have to do is kneel the ball and the game's over with. I know exactly. I I mean, we were sitting there and, and there's a guy who holds a sign that walks out and wow. it's got, a, it's like a clock on the field. And I was like, it's 29 seconds. Let's go in the game. They're going to go to commercial. And it was already like eleven thirty. I mean, we was ready to get out of there. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was a long, it was a long game because 
of the penalties and the commercials. Man, it was just it just drug out. It did. But, uh, it, I, I thought it was a pretty good performance from our defense, uh, and uh, it was nice to see them have a, have a good game. And you know that nothing was easy for Tennessee. They popped a couple runs when our when our linebackers missed the uh, the run fits, but other than that, their their run game didn't do anything. So it was a uh, it, it was good to see that defensive performance, and I hope they can kind of keep that up, you know, tonight against Arkansas. But uh, kind of kind of talking about Arkansas, I, I I don't know what you say about them, Jake. They're they're two and five. They haven't won an SEC game in two years. Uh, I I don't know. They're 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 really struggling this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've thrown for they've only thrown nine touchdown passes all year. I, I'll say their one bright spot is their is their running back, Raheem Boyd. I think he's a really talented guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And so if, if if our if our linebackers miss a couple run fits, he he can he can pick up some yardage that way. But I, I just don't see a way for them to have many sustained drives against Alabama in this uh, tonight. And uh, I imagine Alabama will run a little bit more of a ball controlled offense, uh, simply because RPO is probably not max strength the way it is uh, to a strength. Right. Uh, so I just see a shortened game, and I just don't see where Arkansas is going to be able to to put together, you know, 10, 12 play drives against against the defense. Yeah, you know, I think I've watched a couple Arkansas games this year, and um, if I remember, they they've gone, they went from their 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 number one quarterback, they pulled him, went for the second quarterback, then he didn't do any good. They put the new one back, or he got injured or something, and they put the first string back. So they're having, like you said, they're having uh, problems at, at QB. Um, but like you said, they're running, they're running games uh, of, you know, the only bright spot. I think their defense is atrocious as well. Um, but I mean, they they have taken a couple uh, teams to the limit, like A and M. Of course, A and M's not as good as we all thought there's going to be. And um, but they also have been, you know, they kind of got manhandled almost a little bit by Miss Ole Miss. Um, 31-17 loss in that one. But, you know, I don't – I'm with you. I don't expect to see any kind of problems tonight. Uh, like I said earlier, I believe Matt can come in and be more like an A.J. McCarron-type game manager and hand the ball off. And if it's like a third and three, third and four situation, I can feel like he can get the ball to a receiver, you know, like a five-yard out or a slant or something, you know, just to handle the ball like that. Um and, you know, I don't – I think it's, you know, going to be – I don't expect us to score as many points, but I'm going to say we get – it's going to be about 31 to uh, 10 tonight. That's what, I, that's what I'm feeling. See, I, I still feel like we're going to score a lot of points because I think our running game is going to be really explosive. I think you're going to see us make a few, a few explosive plays in the run game. So, that's – I think that's going to make up for the explosive plays we may lose in the passing game. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I, I'm st- I, I still think Alabama's going to cover. It's still at thirty. It's at thirty-one and a half without Tua, and I, I still think it's going to be right at that. I'm, I'm still thinking the score is going to be like forty-two to ten. So I, I still think Alabama covers. I think I think you see probably both Brian Robinson and Najee Harris uh, with fifteen plus carries. Each of them will have 15-plus carries. Uh, we might even see Keelan Robinson more, in my opinion, uh, you know, it, making 
uh, getting the ball in, in real game action instead of in mop-up duty. Right. Uh, so th- that's just – that's something to watch out for. I, I just expect us to run the ball and make explosive plays in the run game against this Arkansas defense. But obviously it remains to be seen. Uh, you know Arkansas is going to play hard. This is – you know, they have nothing to lose. So yeah. they're going to throw the kitchen sink at Alabama. They're going to yep. test – they're going to test the young linebackers. They're going to test Mac Jones. You know, John Chavis is their defensive coordinator, so he's going to he's going to show him multiple looks, uh, probably bring pressure a lot and change change the, the looks at the last second. So that's something to watch out for. But but I, I feel confident with a, with a week knowing that he's going to get the start, that Steve Sarkeesian can have Mac Jones ready to, to, to you know, to handle the situation. Maybe not to, to flourish tonight and, and make, uh, you know, huge explosive plays, but, but – you know, like Jake said, be an AJ McCarron type and and just give make the plays the defense gives you and and you know rely on a good running game. Our offensive line is becoming one of the best offensive lines in the country. Uh, I just the pass protection is incredible. The run blocking is getting better and better every week, and uh, I, I just think this this team is is still focused even without Tua. Uh, they're not looking ahead to LSU. I think they have faith in Mac Jones. Uh, I mean. I haven't seen a player that ha- – obviously, I know they're not going to come out and say, no, Mac sucks. But uh, I-, I think they have enough confidence in him to, to know that he's he's good enough to-, to lead them and where he can rely on the, the other talented guys on the offense to, to make plays and, uh, you know, keep their head above water until Tua gets back. Yeah, you know, uh, I forgot to mention this in the uh, last week in the Tennessee game, but – you know, when he first come in, and, and the biggest thing is about when you got a new guy coming in, he's been around the program. I'm talking about, like, stepping on the field, game time action. You know, you got to give him protection. I think <laughs> it was his third pass attempt. He got rushed off the end and on his blind side. He never felt it, never saw it. Nobody touched anybody on that side. And he got absolutely clobbered. He got up. But, I mean, like you said, we're going to have to keep him protected. And um, and I think I think that the O-line, like you said, has been improving. And, and I expect uh, – you know, I, I expect him to jail a little bit more, especially uh, tonight. Um, you know, get since we're going to have pretty much a pocket passer tonight, we're going to have to keep Mac around in the in the pocket. Let him if he's got to if he's got to throw it some. So uh, I expect to see a a, um, a good performance on the on the O line as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking about <clears throat> did did the performance by the defense uh, change your mind any from <laughs> on Pete Golding? Or are you still Mm. Wanting him gone or? Nah, I mean, we, I mean, we only gave up 13 points, but they was down there at the goal line, and um, and they could have got a touchdown, but we knocked that ball out, and Diggs ran down the the sideline 100 and what 103 yards, I think. But I mean, we'll see against LSU. Okay, so you you don't you're not giving them any credit for only giving up 230 yards. Uh, yeah. I mean, the running running is still a problem. I mean, that's my biggest issue because I'm not used to saying Alabama give up a hundred and something yards on the ground rushing. Yeah. Well, I I would be with you on the and obviously the run defense is not like it used to be, but our defense is not built to to stop the run. Like I mean, because it's a different type of offenses that you play now. You don't play the the old school LSU offenses anymore. So our defense is not built like that anymore. But the, the 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 run defense would bother me more if we would give if we were giving up consistently five yards a carry. That 
that's not what ha- what that's not what's happening. The reason their yardage are up because we'll give up three to five 20 yard gains in a game. And the rest of them, you know, they get like two. So their yeah. yardage is up, but their average is still, you know, like last week it was still just 3.1 yards a carry, even with, with their few big running plays they had. And and I've went back and watched the game, and it's it's just our young linebackers are missing their run fits. Christian Harris will miss a run fit. Shane Lee will miss a run fit. And it's just about knowing where you're supposed to be and and, and, and getting there. And there was a couple where they, they, they were at their run fit, but they didn't step up into the run fit. They just – they just waited until somebody come and blocked them. So it's just it's just about not making those mistakes. And I mean, the guys are there to make the plays. They're just they just got to uh, they got to make them. And uh, I I I really believe that the defense is getting better every week. I mean, when you give up 230 yards in today's world in the game, that's pretty dang good. So um, even if it is just Tennessee, I mean, Tennessee's score points before this year. So, I mean, it's not like they're incompetent. But uh, anyway, I think that's all we got for, for, for today. We both gave our score predictions. Jake had it, what, 31 to 10, and I have it 42 yeah. to 10, Bama. So, we'll kind of see about that. Uh, so, Jake's, Jake's not feeling that we'll cover. But I, I really feel like we're going to cover. I think I think the offense will be okay tonight against Arkansas. But it is game day, and I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of good games today, obviously. uh uh, the big one, the SEC, is is Auburn at LSU. Uh, can they both lose? That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> is there a way they can both lose? <laughs> I, I do. I do think. I know this is the Alabama podcast, but I do think Auburn will probably hang around a while because their their defense is good enough to keep them in it. It's just all dep- and LSU's defense has not been great. Uh, right. I just I just don't see where Auburn can score enough points. Mm-hmm. But uh, and before before we go, well, we're jumping off topics here. But I just want to say we've got less than like what two weeks, maybe three for Alabama basketball, and I'm at three. Well, well, hey, they they actually play an exhibition game tomorrow against That's Georgia right. Tech. So if, right. if people can make it down to Tuscaloosa tomorrow for for the game, go watch them play. Yes. Of course, the NCAA last night announced that they didn't uh-huh. grant. Uh, Jelly, a waiver. I hate the NCAA. Yeah, they it's a freaking joke. Yeah, they are freaking joke. I mean, they've been giving they've been giving out waivers to everybody this year. Like Oprah gives away cars to the audience, and then comes JQ's turn, and they're going, "Oh, he can't have one." Yeah, I, I mean, it's a joke. It really is a joke. I don't want to get on that because I I could sit here and blast the NCAA for about an hour. Yeah, and not be, and not be done. Yeah, I know. But hey, I, 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 before we go, we are, we're bouncing all over the place. But everybody has always talked about Dave Aranda being some great defensive coach, and I, LSU's defense is worse than Alabama's this year. Why is he such a great defensive coach? No, hmm. I, I don't know who Dave Aranda. Oh yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. I mean, everybody's always talking about how Dave Aranda is like the second coming of defensive coordinators. I don't see it. Is he a good defensive coordinator? Yeah. Is he a great one? I, I'm not sure. All I know is the Alabama's defense is better this year than LSU's. And, you know, we're, we're playing a bunch of young guys. I know they've had some injuries too. We're playing a bunch of young guys. And it's a, it's Pete Golden's first time being a major uh, defensive coordinator. So, I don't know. 
I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> I don't know why. But anyway, I think that's all we got for today. Uh, yeah. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. I'm at Blackwood89. I'm at Jake Thomas Tide. And follow our uh, podcast Twitter feed at Tide Talk underscore pod. Uh, mm-hmm. Use the hashtag Tide Talk. You know, interact with us. Uh, tweet at us during the game if you want to. We don't care. Uh, just yeah, uh, let us know what you're thinking. And uh, yeah. uh, we'll talk to you all again next week. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.